Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. Hello and welcome to the Grey Cricketer Podcast. Well, sort of, sort of, little snippet here. This is Ian Higgins here. Uh, Higrat, Higopotamus, Higolo, uh, Gonzalo, Higuain, as one patron called me this week. And I thank you very much for doing so as well. It's very kind. Now, you would have heard during the winter and during episode 136, 135, featuring Ed Cowan, Steve Smith, 136 with Mark Waugh. Uh, you would have heard us talking about Patreon for, for a little period of time. We've got a great community happening over there. It's patreon.com forward slash great cricketer. Many people want to know what's hap- what's actually happening there. What's going on there, boys? Boys, what's going on? And it's weird when you talk like that and you can read that in the emails and the DMs as well. It's very strange. Anyway, we thought, well, what better way to, sh- to showcase what is happening at patreon.com forward slash great cricketer. We can sign up for $5 a month, $10 a month, whatever you like. Well, not whatever you like. It's one of those two options. But, you know, if you don't want to do it, don't worry about it. Enjoy this little 10 minutes for a second here. So we thought we'd exhibit what's happening at Patreon uh, and what you get. You get the darkness. You get the rawness. You get the something. It'll make you feel. And this question, this hashtag AskTDC, which is a show that happens every week, hashtag AskTDC Friday. Some people want us to call us AskTDC Raw, such as the rawness that's happening there. Uh, And it'll make you feel, and this one made us feel big time. This one made Pez and I feel big time. In fact, we cried afterwards through laughter, through pain, mostly, because cricket's cause all of this, hasn't it? <laughs> so without further ado, if you want to get around us and we in turn will get around you, join the community, patreon.com forward slash great cricketer. Here's what's happening there every Friday. Enjoy the story, the eye poke story. This, okay. one's, this one's an absolute belter. Okay, yeah. This is the highlight of the week. Dico, Dico, Dico from Wollongong has written in. Dear Ask TJC, you often bring up the fact that playing cricket and disappointing one's father coexist hand in hand. I want to ask if anyone has disappointed their father more than I did on one faithful school cricket occasion. Also, can you offer any advice on how to ha- reconcile my partnership with my father 13 years on? Thank you. When I was in high school, our senior boys cricket team won the prestigious Downey Shield, a tournament only played by Catholic schools in New South Wales. I was in year 11 at the time and pleaded my dad, the coach and maths coordinator at my school to pick me in the team. I tried out and everything but was met with his favourite answer. Didn't pick you, mate. Still don't think you're strong and tall enough to play the best in the state. A line I was all too familiar with, mocking my average height and very scrawny stature. Our school went on to win the Downey Shield with my father high noting his coaching skills, uh, sorry, high noting his coaching skills and looking prouder than I've ever seen him, even though we had four rep players in our school. A year passes and the winners of the Downey Shield are invited to play the winners of the private school edition of the Shield. Dad had to make some phone calls to invite players back as half the team had graduated high school and were now in university. 
He managed to get a couple of alumni back on board. However, he was still missing players to make up a full team. This is it. This is my time. I begged him to put me in the side. A day off school to play cricket. How good. Again, he didn't pick me. Devo. I'd grown one centimetre since last year. What more did he want? The morning of the cricket game arrives and I'm in bed. All of a sudden, my room is flooded with the brightest lights imaginable. My mum proudly bursts into my room, handing me some toast and says, James, you're in. Get your things ready. Someone's pulled out. The bus is in the driveway now. No fucking way. I walk out the front door frantically throwing my school blazer on. Cricket kid in tow, shell-shocked at my luck. I'm on. I'm instantly chirped by a couple of the older boys who I've known through cricket for a while. Being successful cricketers and now dedicated uni students, they have the back half of the bus alfred with burns thrown left, right and centre. I take up a seat at the front away from these bullies. Whilst bored on the bus, a couple of us start to play a made-up game. The game involves trying to sneakily poke a person in the (laughs) eye when they least expect it. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta do this. For example, one would point out, oh Christ. One would point out the window and mutter, Oi, check out that cow. <laughs> oh, come on, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. And quickly use that finger to poke them in the eye. <laughs> I can't see my eyes too wet. It's the most stupid Oi, check out that cow. <laughs> no, okay, come on, come on, come on. <clears throat> Deep breath. Okay. As male teenagers at a Catholic school, unable to keep our hands off each other, we played this game the whole way up to the ground. We get to the Sydney Elite Private School's ground and are in awe. We know, we know instantly that we are going to taste it today and have no chance of winning. Our insecure thoughts become reality when they pile on 300, 320 runs in 50. You know what happens. <laughs> okay. I shouldn't have read this. <clears throat> We're fucked. At lunch, Dad gives us a pep talk. We're still in this. Don't give up. How much do you want it? Stop, stop laughing, man. Okay. I can't. All right. We can do it. Our number three batsman tons up and we're right back in this game. We lose a few quick wickets and I enter the crease. Play a natural game, mate. Code for dad telling me to push the strike around. Don't try to hit big because you are not strong enough and look for ones and twos. <laughs> Just letting everyone know that Pez now is blocking his hand over his eyes so he can't look at me. <laughs> we need 50 off about 30 balls with two wickets in hand. I make about seven and then get bowled. We're nine down. One of my close mates is coming out to bat. He is woeful. He meets me halfway between the pitch and the boundary and asks me what the bowlers are doing. <laughs> I still have my gloves on. <laughs> I point towards the bowler, waiting at his mark, and say, The bowler from this end. Okay, I point towards the bowler waiting at his mark and say the bowler from this end, dot, 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 and dive my index finger straight into his (laughs) following open eye. (laughs) As soon as I had done this, I knew I had fucked up. My heart sank. 
My mate, my mate, he's doubled over, water leaking from his eye, yelling that he can't see shit. The very pointy end of the glove that sits on the index finger had rammed straight into his eye. I cowardly leave him for dead and turn my back, and then a few moments later watch him check centre with one glove over his eye. I'm running here. I'm sweating. The other team are pissing themselves. The umpires are checking in on him. What had I done? The alphas are in hysterics. They are chanting, yelling and clapping as I walk off the field. I walk head down to the sheds and hear some footsteps behind me. I'm fucked. I sit down in the sheds and look up to see a raging bull. Filthy is an understatement. I begin to get the biggest dressing down I've ever received. What the fuck is wrong with you? Not only were you not even picked in the team, but then you go and do this. We can still fucking win. I have no leg to stand on. I sit there fully kitted for a while after he leaves in awe. I am fucking numb. After a while, I walk into the stands. The alphas are loving it. They make me come sit with them, and I try my hardest not to smile as my dad looks over at me. We lost that game, and I lost some of my father's respect that I'm still trying to get back. (laughs) The final nail in the coffin was when the boys were chanting to get Maccas on the drive back home, to which my father, the teacher, coach, and bus driver for the day replied, we're not getting Maccas, and you can blame my son. The, bo- the boys didn't care. I was the mad cunt who poked someone in the eye before they went out to bat. <laughs> oh, that's it. We got there. Oh, I apologise. If that was excruciating, I, I do apologise. It's genuine. Pez, I had to turn away from me for the second half of that story. Oh. Uh, we're, we're both we're both in tears. Oh. That's a that's an absolute bare minimum podium. Yeah. I see. That's fucking up there with oh, cookies. Sweating. Cookies looking good today. I, I am. Like I, my one of the eyes greats. are wet. I'm um, sweating. I've got a runny nose. Uh, the symptoms. <laughs> I'm reading that. Just the idea that like how just, juvenile that is is fucking hilarious. It's perfect. It's per- I, don't, I oh. remember feeling like that at school, and he's like. He's just waited the whole time to play this game with his dad as a coach and then, and then as his mate walks in, he's still playing the game from the bus. With his mate trying to win the game. What, the bowler over there? I dive my glove into his eye. He's trying to take steps. Oh, it's very good. Um, well, there's obviously nothing to do with We can't do anything with that. I mean, I that's... Just, I just want to say, like, I've been reading about parenting a lot lately. Sure. Uh, and, like, it's a challenging craft, parenting. Um, <laughs> and one thing I came across is this idea that, like, well, firstly, I want to say uh, this is this is not your fault. This is your dad's fault. This, this is what I think. Is it? It's your dad's fault. Well, he's consistent. <laughs> like, it sounds like the dad's kind of consistently, you know, ignored and ridiculed. I wouldn't say bullied, oh but, God. like, well, he's at a, at a sensitive time in his life. So... Parenting's a challenging craft. I've learned that, like, you know, physical and emotional intimidation from parent to child can often result in the child being very vulnerable to peer group pressure. And look what's happened. He's just playing on the bus with his mates and he's just felt in the, in the great moment that he basically needed to do something to make his mates laugh. <laughs> um, and that's oh, what's what the can... from that end. Yeah. 
thought that. What about the presence of mind after getting out and going, I'm going <laughs> to... It is. I love the idea that the guys who are at uni now just thought it was the funniest thing they'd ever seen.